one time we went to this open training and Fabinho tells me, hey man, your videos very good and I was like I was like blown away I was like oh you actually watched my video like I know I told him about it I'm like I didn't think much of it I just thought like oh whatever this kid has a YouTube channel like he speaks Portuguese as his normal language so I don't know take that into consideration look up talk to his Ryan when he gets home but apparently he did he told me his videos were good guys, this is Deepy Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ, joined by my co-host and brother. I'm Luke. Uh, we're here in Fredericks, Virginia, and it is January 27th, and this is episode 48. Yeah, uh, this is going to be an exciting episode. Um, there hasn't been much union news going on this week, but the uh, episode will end with an interview with TalkTube with Ryan, who is kind of the original content creator for Union. Um, so stay tuned for that. He had some cool, cool ideas, cool goals for the team, cool experiences they talked about, uh, especially, especially with Fabinho. So stay tuned for that after, uh, after the break. Um, so to start off episode 48, I just want to do a quick little, a quick word on the passing of Kobe Bryant, because that's really shook the whole sports world. So I just want to say not only as a member of the sports world, he was a lover of soccer, but mostly a devoted father. We all must remember that nobody is untouchable and invincible, even a superstar like him. So we just all must appreciate the time that we have with those around us and never take any day for granted. So it's just a hard time for everyone. And he taught us a lot of life lessons. So Yep. It's a weird thing to process. Like, no matter how his passing made you feel, it's just like a weird thing to... I don't know. It still feels like unreal, but right, right. Yeah. So appreciate every moment you get with those around you. Hug a loved one today, and and let's let's get on with a, a good day, good podcast here. Yeah. So, um, there hasn't been much news on the union front this past week. Last week we covered so much, but then this week there was kind of quiet, other than one re-signing. Yeah, maybe we should take the week off. That's what happened last time, and then we had so much to talk about. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But the the one of the probably the biggest news uh, in Unionland is the resigning of El Senio. Uh Last time we recorded, he was we it was sure. up in the air yeah, whether or not sure he resigned. We kind of assumed he would resign eventually, but there was a bit of like a I don't know holdout. He was not maybe not exactly happy about uh, his offer, but in the end, he signed it and he's in camp now. So all is good. All is we, good. We, we got the the cheat code. The the what's it, Brazilian, Brazilian Ben Affleck, whatever nickname you want, he's he's back and he's hopefully gonna bring some more magic this year. We're excited. Yeah, I think it's funny that the MLS Twitter account. I feel like every other week puts out a video on his techers. Yeah, they're always they're always and showing I watch his every highlights. Time. I know it's always good. <laughs> so good. It's always good. Lots of comments from people like, and it's always different people being like, "Holy smokes, look at this guy!" Or like, "This is sick." Yeah. Um. So. It is nice that he provides a lot of content, not only for us Union fans, but also for MLS soccer. So, bonus. <coughs> Excuse me. For <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Woo. Okay. All right. A little more <laughs> soccer news with uh, the Union. Isn't with the Union soccer team. Uh, Aronson and McKenzie are not with the Union right now. Where are they? 
uh, they were at the U.S. Men's Senior National Team. Senior National Team. How yeah. cool is that, man? So we got two homegrowns who are playing with a national team. And they made the final 22 roster. That's going to be uh, going to the, the the friendly against Costa Rica. Yeah, I think Costa Rica, I think it's in L.A., right? They were training yeah. down in Florida, now they're flying on out, out west. Um, so game on Saturday. Uh, I assume that's going to be on TV. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be, he says. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this quality U.S. soccer team. There's no way it can't be on TV. Do you see? I mean, do you see either of them hitting the field? I would. I would say maybe Aronson gets a sub. Okay. Um, just because I feel like they're still kind of like this roster is kind of thin at uh that attacking midfielder that maybe mm-hmm. he gets a spot and I don't know you, you you tend to see more attacking uh substitutions anyway so. Yeah, especially in a friendly like that, it you might. can be a little looser with the the strings. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I just feel like it might be harder to sub in a center back in McKenzie. So that if he doesn't get the star, which it's, it's probably unlikely, it's most likely going to be Aronson getting a, a chance at a sub. Um, that that would be. I mean, that would be really cool. Get him a cap. Yeah. And then, I do they have another game after that? No, not something? until um, not a couple of months. They play out in Europe, like in friendlies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's this is just the one. So it is cool that they're they're in camp, uh, getting some cool experience for two young guys. That's really yeah, really awesome. How do you feel about the national team right now? Just I, don't I, I, I mean, the women's team have their the Olympic qualifying coming up, so I feel good about that team. That team, the men's awesome. team. I'm still I don't know. It's just we'll see how it goes. It's cool that these there's a lot of young guys. It's cool like like Yuli Lanas is another guy that's still in camp and he's exciting to see. Hopefully he gets some minutes. Be interesting to see him get it time with the national team or the senior team so who's he play with uh wolfsburg yeah so he, i don't think he really broke into the senior team yet but he seems to be tearing up with their uh, uh youth team so it'd be cool to see him break through with the, the national team so we'll see all right um, yeah. yeah uh burr halter if you could give him a grade right now a grade yeah oh um one to ten what no <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe like a c I don't know, like, he hasn't done too much, but there hasn't been, like, it still hasn't been, like, quali- like World Cup qualifiers, so, like, mm-hmm. that's really the test. I don't care about the Nations League, or I kind of barely care about Gold Cup. And, it's, and like, those were, like, not the greatest, but I don't know, he's building something. I know it's going to take time. I know it's, there's still, like, he still hasn't had, like, Tyler Adams and, like, the full-strength senior team. So, I, I don't know. It's not the bet- most optimistic, but it's, you know, still giving him the benefit of the doubt. What about you? What do you think? Um, uh, mm, uh, <laughs> it's so that. Um, I think I think t- I think we're still too early to tell. Unfortunately, I think it shouldn't be that point, but I feel like that's where we're at. Right. It's the Olympics this year. Sorry, I'm yeah. feeling pretty ignorant right now. And so, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but the the men the qualifying hasn't happened, right? No, the women's is like starting this week. The men's is uh starting in March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so those guys all have to be under twenty three, except for three seniors, right? Right. So we could we potentially see both of these guys with that team. That's do you a, think? Yeah, yeah I mean I that's, think... that's ideal. That, like they're in line for that, right? That's a good chance. Yeah, assuming for they sure. stay healthy and all and have solid yeah uh, MLS yeah. seasons and up to that point. The fact that they're still on this team in this camp it should uh, bode well for that their Olympic chances. Yeah, I would think. Okay. 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 Just thinking. Yeah. Um. I assume they'll miss miss some union games from there. I mean, yeah. So that means 
we need some depth in those positions, and that's one we've. I feel like we talked about last last week that we could use some 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 signings in the the center back for sure, obviously, and then maybe another ten. Maybe another ten. Yeah, yeah. You said Benning Fellhalber's coming in. You locked it in. That's what I, I locked it in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that'd be uh, that'd be fun. But yeah, I don't know. We'll, I feel like we need to see something there. What Jimmy McLaughlin? Oh, that'd be cool. He just he's just came back from his like he tore his ACL last year. Right. So I. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think yeah, we all are. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Um, is he a 10? He's an attacking midfielder. Atta- I guess yeah. he could be. I don't know. He hasn't played a whole lot uh, of, like, MLS minutes, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess so So back to the union. Uh, training camp's going on, the, the first half of it right now. And it's cool to see that all of our signings are kind of, like, getting in. And it's not, like, all of our big signings, I guess. Yeah, so, like... We still could sign a couple guys, but no one that's going to be a star or big. I mean, not that we expect to be. Not that we expect. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I mean, anything could happen. But it's not likely that someone who's going to see more than you know a few minutes here and there is coming in now. I mean, yeah, ideally the guys we have are the guys we're going to roll with. Um, I mean, we still hold out hope that we're going to get a right back upgrade, but it seems like we have some have the guys at right back set uh, and. Gaddis and Bezos, and I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll sign Harry to a homegrown, but he'll want some time with the union. But I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, the center back uh, signing could see time if McKenzie goes off with the Olympic team. But mm-hmm, that's what I was other thinking. than that, like, because mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of I don't think we're planning on having Colin play a whole lot. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Colin's a cool dude and all, but yeah, hoping not to see him. Um, all right. So who? Do you think is going to be the breakout star of this year? So we're, we're all getting excited with these, all these players in preseason. They're all getting time training. They're going to be ready to go start the season. Who do you think is going to break out this year? All right, I give you okay. So I've, I give you one. No, I can't give you one. I've got to give you more than one. Just just a forewarn forewarning. Okay. Okay. So mine and uh, the my, the one that came to my mind first was Olivia Mbezo. Uh-huh. Um, I was thinking about this. He put out some highlights uh, from his time with Cameroon, and he looked good. I mean, defensively, one-on-one, he was winning some battles. He was getting up the field. He was playing some line-cutting balls, like, through the defense, um, putting strikers in. And we know that he's got, like, some one-on-one offensive talent, but he was showing some things in his highlights that I feel like I didn't see as much before. So maybe there's been some growth. Um, I saw on Twitter in a, in a conversation with, some other guys that I think by May, I think he'll be starting. Um, and then you got Ray as a bench option who can cover left or right. So that kind of frees up or kind of is a more versatile bench player. Um, so there's one. Uh, how many did you say I get? I get seven. Okay, so one out of seven. All right. So um, Vooten, I think, is an easy one to say. I think now that he's got an offseason, I think, I think everyone's kind of hoping he's going to break out this year. I think... Um, Fontana. I think he's not going to be... I don't think he's going to have an Aronson-like year, like, compared to last year. Like, I feel like Aronson had a big year last year. I don't think Fontana's going to get those minutes in that production. But I think we will see more of Fontana. I think it won't be just a sporadic last eight minutes of the game here and there. I think it's going to be... I think he'll get some solid minutes to find out are we going to keep investing in this guy. Um, I think we'll find out that he he is worth worth keeping on the team. 
Um, I'm gonna give you one more. This this okay, is yeah, just name the whole team. That's cool. Okay, so how many more guys are on the team? <laughs> um, no, this last one, this this last one is gonna be kind of weird, but it might be a hot take. Okay, Matt Freeze. I think, I think, I think he's gonna be our starting goalkeeper by the end of the year. Huh? Did you just think that on the spot? Yeah. <laughs> But I, I have some ideas backing it up, okay? So I think I think Blake has... Obviously, he had a rough year last year. I think um, he'll be off in Jamaica uh, for, like, their international duties. I think Freeze will, will get some starts. Um, and I think if Blake has a good performance with Jamaica and he gets any value, I think the Union might be able to like kind of move him on maybe maybe to europe maybe like a lower level europe team but i i think matt freeze will be our keeper by the end of the year hmm. i think i think he's that and now there has been about 45 seconds worth of thinking on that <laughs> on my part but that's what i'm gonna say okay that's, right. i didn't expect that i don't know yeah and and there's wow. a slight a... chance it might not happen <laughs> there is that's that's true there should be that I'll disclaimer admit, so, so how about you? Uh, did I leave any players left for you? I, I mean, I guess I'll name one. Um, yeah, so mine was going to be uh, Mate Orvitz. Mm. I think, I don't know, I just have a feeling he's going to lock in that number six role, uh, and it's going to be hard to give up, uh, even if El Brujo looks decent. I think I think Orvitz, just seems, like, I just see a quality in him. I, I think there will be, I think he will show a quality that... Uh, that, that, that it's gonna be hard to take him off the yeah. field. I think uh, he's, he seems like he's like the very, a very capable number six, and he, I think he'll fit into the system really well. And with his European, um, seems like he has some pedigree behind him. Yeah, like being in the Golden Boy. Yeah, like that's nomination not kind of thing. Yeah, so I yeah I think he's, I have, I have a good feeling about him. Uh, let's just say that I, I I don't have too much of backing on. I just have a good feeling. I think he's gonna be uh, a good fit for the team. Okay, cool. Um... I don't know if that's a breakout story because he's because he's not hasn't been on the team before, but that's a he's you know gonna gonna show well, I guess. Well, so he literally did nothing for the union last year. So <laughs> if he does anything this year, it's gotta be. I mean, think about all he's done already though for the team. That's before, true. That's he's true. done a lot. Yeah. Has anyone else? Has there been uh, something like sexy season before for the union that like came so? I don't know. Like, like one thing that came to mind is a negative one was the trash. Remember the trash truck when they parked that outside? Yeah. Like, I feel like that was that's a that was a storm. That was kind of a storm, but in a negative way. Yeah. The, yeah, this one, I think this has a little more legs than that. So I think this this is a, sex season could be a a running joke throughout the year. I don't know if it's gonna be keep the same tr- uh, trendiness that it is right now, but mm-hmm. I I think it's. I don't I don't know I I can't yeah I can't think of anything else like this. Okay. I'm, yeah. Like the Ray, the Ray scores be right. That's kind of, that kind oh, of thing. That, some? Yeah, that, that's was, true. that was kind of like organic fan mm-hmm. thing that that came out of. I don't. Nothing specific, I guess, but just the fact that Ray has a scourge. But yeah, I think that's. I don't know. Yeah, this is this is unique. I would say, and it's and it's and it's cool. It's cool that it's just like a organic thing that everyone caught on, and it's like just a fun little joke. But it's just, you know, get, yeah. everyone can rally around and just be. I don't know. There's all these shirts and like stuff, but it's like. And maybe that's like overkill or whatever, but it's like, it's just fun. It's a, it's a thing that's like, everyone just positive, has positive like feeling towards it. So they're just like doing all this stuff with the sex season, like this fun joke that it's 
I don't know. It's unlike previous years where it's been very doubtful or negative about the team. So this is just like enthusiasm mm-hmm. shining through this sexy season joke. That's true. That's true. The only other thing that could make me think of it is uh, remember that time we got everyone to dupe after we scored? We invented that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were all like, yeah, let's do that all the time. Yeah, that, that That's going to stick. That was yeah. I, th- I think this is it, guys. I think everyone was just clapping their hands and saying, "Go team!" And we said, "No, let's let's dupe." I don't uh, think we invented that, but there's the German team that does that. Ah, uh, so I think I'm, we told them. I think they got it from us. I don't know. But... Borussia Mönchengladbach. I think they heard the union doing it. Started by the Doopy brothers. <laughs> um, oh, we started that. Yeah, we. Oh, you're, yeah, you're you taking, and, you're taking you and me. We were at the game and we were like, "Hey guys, doop 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 doop." And we like kind of, and then we kind of built it into a rhythm, and everyone's like, "Wow, that was those guys." Yeah, they're trendsetters. And then Borussia got word of it, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, yeah, let's do this." And that weird band started playing it too. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, fun story. Yeah, I I regret saying any of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of a uh, sexy season, go ahead, plug yourself. Oh yeah, so so we made shirts, <laughs> one of many. <laughs> But uh, they're they're still up. If you guys are interested, um, I will put a link in the in the notes. But I'm sure you've seen the design on our Twitter. Yeah, Luke's got night. Luke Luke man. Luke is the designer of the stars. Uh, so don't be a jabroni. Buy a sexy season shirt from from us. From us. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they're they're pretty clean. I just I just like the look, and I'm I'm kind of a sucker for anything in light blue. Yeah, and it'll have a, our little logo on the back, so you'd be you know representing our podcast and uh, supporting us. Brothers. So yeah, and not that we to make much money off it but anything we do we just go back into like other random products we decided to do for for this podcast and yeah speaking of random projects and money that it's going into is uh my shirts also i'm making shirts too other shirts we have other shirts that aren't sexy season but they're still sexy um i call them the doopy the doopy nights i've been getting lots of orders for them so i've been a little busy uh banging out some shirts so appreciate people who are getting those um it's been fun it's been fun making them so i'm kind of learning and uh yeah, I appreciate people liking them. Um, yeah. Okay, so... This is fun. All right, yeah, let's, get, have, let's have some fun here. So today, we, like we said, there's not a lot of union news, but there has been uh, an announcement of sorts with this fearless fan contest. So the union are putting on this contest where it's like Fear Factor-esque, where they're going to have people enter and then they're going to... I'm not sure what they're gonna do, but the disclaimers are pretty serious. So it's gonna get, it's gonna be, I don't know, stuff with snakes. They're gonna eat something weird. Um, I don't know, probably possibly get tattoo. Uh, so anything to like get, and it's to get like free jerseys, uh, tickets for the for the season. So it's gonna be, I'm sure it's gonna be not easy to to earn win those prizes. So we're gonna, based off of this announcement, we're gonna have a little game of our own. So I'm gonna send AJ some questions, see what he would do for the union. Cause we're, I'd say we're pretty much, we're, I'd say we're pretty invested fans in this team. We, yeah, we have I mean, tattoos, we have yeah. our car license plates, our our dupe, uh, are customized. And look at your basement; everything around here is union, has a union logo on it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna test your test your fandom right now. So first question, I think it maybe an easy one, um, depending on how you feel. Would you hold a snake for a jersey? Um, hold a snake for a jersey. So, and it's living and it's not. It's fang, a living. I assume. I, I would have said yeah. Is it? It's not fang. It's not fang. I'll no, hold no. fang all day. 
right. Uh, um, gosh, holding a snake is awful. And, Snakes and like, are creepy. I have a snake tattooed on my body, and it, they're the creepiest animals to me. Yeah, I, 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 and I snakes. almost cut off your leg just because I saw the tattoo. <laughs> but then I saw it. All right, so uh, for Jersey, though, I, 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 uh, snakes are awful. There, and, and don't don't DM me saying they're not. They are. It's just proven science. Um, I think I would hold it for a jersey, though. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. I think. Would you? I don't. I don't think so. It's so. Yeah, they're they're I, they are scary. Yeah, you uh, you make more money than me though. So for getting a jersey, it's not <laughs> like I'm in desperate. I'm like, yeah, I'll hold a snake. Yeah, give me give me two I mean, snakes. If I'll... it's like small. It... I don't know, like yeah, like how big is it? Like I length of our arm? Like they did that one photo shoot a couple years ago with a snake, mm. and that was too big. I, Holy I crap! Yeah, that. that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> oh, it's choked my I don't beer. know. Kind of, it was like a. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was like. It was like all the kinds of snakes in one. Oh yeah, they had a bunch. Uh, they were big. Uh, I'm not doing like, that. No. Yeah. Okay. So next question. <laughs> hey, let's leave that one. <laughs> Would you? Okay, so you already have a a, a cool union tattoo that you decided on. Dupe. Yep. But would you get a tattoo of Fang for uh, season tickets for life? Um. Yes, I, th- I think yes. Uh, I think I think okay. season tickets for life. I would do it. Uh, where's the tattoo? Is there like a location? Um, I guess you, I guess you can decide. Like, first thing that came to mind was a uh, Nard Dog. He got it on his butt. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool reference to the office. In case, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. It's kind of like a cool, like a random spot, and no one would ever see it. But like, I'd also kind of want people to see it, yeah. so I'd probably put it on my thigh or something. And people will want to see it, so like, you'd have to show them your butt if you, yeah. you know. So. Well, like I'm always showing people my butt anyway. <laughs> now they just get to see a tattoo. Um, yeah, I, I would do it. You would do it too. I, yeah, for season tickets for life. Yeah, that's that's pretty big. Because you I were talking about getting it on your neck. Thank. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, season tickets for life. I feel like that's a big prize and and yeah. a tattoo. I mean, we we both have multiple tattoos, so it's not like yeah, throwing one more. Once you hit once you hit a a threshold, and it's like you can just throw some more on there, and yeah. it's, and it kind of can blend and everything. It's, right, it's yeah, kind yeah. of a look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So number three, this one. So would you jump in the Delaware River to grab to, for the chance to grab dinner with the team? Or grab a grab a beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Grab a beer with uh, the team. Grab dinner or, or a beer with the team. Um and so when you're saying jump, you're not saying from like that bridge. You're just no, no, saying jump in. No, no, no. That's I'm not gonna say yeah, hurt I'm yourself. Not, I'm not jumping from a height. Heights no, no, of just, a, just heights of get an in, issue. Dive into the river. Jump into the river. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough because like after you jump in, there isn't exactly like unless the team's letting you use their facilities to wash off. You might have to like sit in the car in like that filth until you get home to wash off. So that's like one thing that I'm thinking with yeah. this. Um Yeah, I mean I would I would do it. You just put on like a tight swimsuit, make sure everything's tucked in real nice and you jump in and I mean I assume you gotta go head under too. Yeah, I would I would yeah. say you have to commit, yeah. Yeah. Get the I, hair wet. I guess you're just talking about you're talking about dinner or beer with the team. I, I think I think it'd be cool. I, and then you have a story to tell. Yeah, a whole evening with the team. That's that's pretty. Valuable. A whole evening. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. This, this last one. All right. So would you? Uh, eat... But then I have two for you. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is my last one then. Uh, so would you eat a snake egg to to get the chance to play pickup with the team? Uh. 
I you, I cannot turn down playing soccer, so I'd I would have to say yes. Okay. And it would I don't it would suck, but I would just just to play soccer. I I, okay. I got to know. you. I, I also didn't research, and so maybe snake eggs are like a thing people eat. It might be, but not that I'm aware. Of, so I, I mean, every that, everybody it sounded eats gross, so I added somewhere. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got some weird ones for you. So you would would you eat a snake egg? I think maybe mm-hmm. it's probably pretty quick. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, okay, like as and like. I don't know. You're playing pickup for it longer than you're eating a snake egg, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you... So I came up with these. Okay. Um, they were kind of on the fly, so... Would you drink snake blood for a chance to be on the field before and after the game? Drink snake blood? Yeah. Like, How much? Um, Like, two shots worth. For the... Ch- okay. So, for those who don't know shots, like... It's like I'm inches. holding up my fingers Shots. about three three inches apart. Okay. For just to be on the field? Yeah, be on the field for pre and post game. Do I get to like talk to people, hang out? Like, do I just? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're not like invisible. You're like involved. Like, oh, but I'm up? shy, so then maybe I. Yeah, <laughs> you're basically invisible um... anyway. <laughs> you're checking the nets. <laughs> like, wow, the corner flags are great quality. Um, I think I yeah, I guess I guess that's probably pretty easy. Drinking snake blood. It's like two shots. Oh, I don't know. dude. Okay. Tastes better than other things take shots of. So, me? <laughs> he says it like he knows it. I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I see. I don't know if I could drink. I don't know if I could drink blood. All right. Sorry for everyone who's listening. Uh, this might. Be, uh, we can cut might... it if it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let us know after you listen if we should cut it. Um. So, would you lay? And then I want to talk about a fear factor thing I saw on a, on the real fear, fear okay. factor. It is excited. Um, would you lay in a box of snakes? No. Nope. Okay. Yeah. And I couldn't think of a prize big enough, but I I was thinking for a chance to be at a player signing, meaning like he's holding up his jersey. Oh, like a new player signing. Yeah, like a new player, Balotelli, number nine, and you got Chris Albright, Ernst Tanner. Jim Curtin. Yeah, that doesn't Luke. Do, that doesn't do it for me. No. Or, laying in a box of snakes. That's like worst. I know, yeah. That's, maybe that's maybe that's the season tickets for life. Oh, that's that's tough. But okay, now now listen to this. Okay, what would you want from the union if you had to do this fear factor event okay. and snake related? Okay, so, okay. um, so fear factor was played. You were in teams of two. So one person was laying in this box, almost like a coffin, but like you know, a rectangular box, and they had like fifty snakes on it, like various sizes of snakes on them. And so in like two minutes, the partner, so if I'm laying in the box of snakes, I got goggles on, snakes all over me, it's awful. Um, you have to use your mouth to pick up snakes and move them to another box. And if you can get like a certain, it was like however much pounds of snakes you could get into the other box, that was the competition, like whoever got the most one. So let's say if you could get like 10 pounds of snakes into the other box and you, you can't use your hands. So you have to like bite the snakes. You have to reach your head. It was like the most insane stuck with me forever. Um, I'll send you the link later. I, I would have to be, I have to like become a part owner of the team. To do that. <laughs> That's terrifying to do the mouth. To, yeah. Hold, it, no way. I can't put holding it, it in your mouth I, and drag it into another box. I, it was no way. I was just laying in a box with snakes. That's enough. That's going to do it yeah. for me. But like carrying them in your mouth no way nope. to another yeah nope. it was it was insane and why are we talking about that? oh though yeah i was like kind of, i kind of forgot why we we're even saying all this snake stuff the fearless fan contest. the fearless fan contest so 
hopefully this is like what they're gonna do something like this not just, yeah just, we have yeah we have no like we're not giving away we any just went off on a tangent for <laughs> hopefully some reason yeah um yeah i can't wait uh we can't go to this event oh are you going to this event i don't think i can't go i don't know what it's it february is. 7th so okay. it's at the uh kit reveal that they're doing this oh, okay That's so cool. it's like really cool event that they're putting on uh they're doing the kit reveal they're doing this fearless fear factor type fan thing um but yeah i, I that's <laughs> my my daughters do that day so it would be you know the ultimate i could just be like yeah i'm not touching a snake i'm not doing anything with snakes but i'm missing the birth of my daughter so like that's intense that's, yeah can i get some swag to take back <laughs> to my wife because she is pissed um <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, so you don't think you're going? No, no. Yeah, but I think that's a cool, cool yeah, it's, thing it's for. Yeah, it's cool. I've never heard of a team doing something it's like creative. that. Creative, yeah. So it's props to them. Hopefully, it turns out well. And no one gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The disclaimer is pretty intense. Um, oh, we should have read that before we did it. But like, you have to be 18, live within 75 middles, miles of Talon. Uh, you like, must not have any medical conditions. Anyone with a medical condition will not even be considered. And you must agree to the conditions specified in the the waiver, which you were reading through some of the stuff. It's like crazy lawyer. It it pretty much just clears the union of any liability in case you touch a snake. Yeah. So crazy. We'll see how that goes, but it should be fun. Yeah. I, I, I hope it's like streamed or something so I can kinda of watch. Yeah. I assume there will be some footage from it. I'm sure. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Gosh, that was uh that was like the bulk of our yeah. Our, our segment <laughs> there's no not much union news to talk about so hopefully next episode we'll have more to talk about rather than going into uh this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah um and there uh just disclaimer on the podcast there might be a slight little break or delay in our next episode uh just luke so you know just in case like uh i'm in the hospital having a baby my right. wife my wife having a baby and yeah. then, our scheduling um, might get off so yeah but you're you're invited to come on down bring the equipment we'll we'll do a live pod from just, out, just outside the room. Um, but yeah, uh, stay tuned after the break. Uh, we'll take a break. And then after this, we got a great interview with Talked Up with Ryan. Um, like I say, he's got some cool stories about interactions with some players. Uh, he's got some great goals for the team. He, yeah. we, we asked him these questions about the Fearless Fan. Contest, yeah, so yeah, hear about. He, he, he has his answers too, so it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned after this. Thanks for listening to the Doopy Brothers, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, Doopy Brothers here, back. Uh, we have a special guest tonight with us. We're we're on the air with Talk Doop with Ryan. Um, so Ryan, thanks for joining us on the Doopy Brothers. Yes, of course. Glad that uh, I could be here on this uh, conference call. So, I like to think of you as kind of the original union content provider. You've been doing it, I, I, I think you're the first person who kind of stuck out to me as someone putting content out there on the union. So. What made you start creating content? I mean, you were, it was 2016, is that right? Yeah, it was the summer of 2016, in June, I believe. And so what gave you the idea to start putting out videos and stuff about the team? So, I, at that point, I was like like 11 or 10 or something like that. So I was sort of getting into the team more. Uh, I attended a lot, a lot of games in that span, and so... I ultimately just saw like articles, and I just kind of want to share share my ideas, share my knowledge of the team. So I don't know. I just, I just approached my dad one day. I was just like, 
hey dad do you think i could start a youtube channel it's like a youtube channel and like and i explained to him that i want to make union content and ever since then i've just been uploading videos before and after pretty much every game so it's not much of an origin story just i just kind of wanted to get into it i thought it was would be cool and i didn't really expect that it would grow this much but um so yeah that's pretty much the story of how Dolphin Shrine originated. Nice. So, do you, are you a big soccer player yourself? Um, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> part, I played, this, this is my first year of high school, so I played freshman and JV for the most part. Um, so, and I don't really have a club anymore, but, I, yes, I, I guess I would say I'm a pretty hardcore soccer player, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, do you have a player who you model your game after or who uh, you would describe your game as similar to? All right, so the past <laughs> couple of seasons, I've been floating around positions. I was actually a goalkeeper for the past, like, three years. Then this freshman season, I played forward, and then my town team, I played primarily forward. So I can't really say that I model my game after anybody, but if I have to say, like, who I play most similar to, I'd probably go with, can it be a former player? Yeah, yeah. All right, this might be an odd pick, but I'm going to say Roland Albert, if you remember him. Oh, uh, yeah. Primary free kick taker, long shots are my specialty. I'm not the fastest guy on the field, but my shooting typically makes up for it. Pretty good passer. Um, yeah, that's, so that's who immediately came to mind when I when I uh, heard that question. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Good pull there. Yeah. And a guy yeah. who's given us plenty of highlights for the uh, for the union. Yeah, definitely. So with with uh, all the content you put out, your videos and stuff, you've had some pretty cool interactions with players um, and different people around the union. Can you give us one of your favorite interactions you've had with a player, or one of your favorite players who you get to interact with? Uh, so immediately comes to mind Fabinho. Uh, unfortunately, just left the team this this off season. But Fabinho is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. I don't know if you guys ever had any interaction with him, but um, he one time we just told him, "Hey, Fabinho." Like I met him at a soccer clinic, I think, and I think I told told him about my show, and uh, we always tweeted out my show to him. And uh, one time we went to this open training, and Fabinho tells me, "Hey man, your videos are very good." And I was like, I was like blown away. I was like, "Oh, you actually watched my video?" <laughs> like I know I told him about it. I'm like, I didn't think much of it. I just thought like, oh, whatever. This kid has a YouTube channel. Like he speaks Portuguese as his normal language. So I don't know. If you take that into consideration. Look up talk to his Ryan when he gets home. But apparently he did. He told me his videos were good. My videos were good. And then we filmed the intro. He uh, like, hey, I'm Fabinho. I watched this guy on YouTube. He's very, very good. And then um, <laughs> so we watched some of my older videos. I usually started off the video uh, with Fabinho introducing the video. Um, and then one time he was nice enough to actually invite me to training one day. And I got to interview plenty of players, including Fabinho. And that, to this day, is probably still one of the coolest experiences of my life. 
and um, something I'll never forget. And unfortunately, Fabinho's not on the team anymore, but I'll remember him for the rest of my life because he was such a nice guy to me and definitely didn't have to do that for me. So um, Fabinho, definitely, definitely the coolest player interaction I've ever had. Man, that's great to hear. So you you also got to uh, hang out with one of our other our previous guests, uh, Kevin Casey, and you got to go up in the booth with him. What was that like? So that is also a cool story because um, one time uh, Ryan Schweppinger, I believe is his name, uh, one time I think it was at one of those Union Town Hall events. He approached me and told me that I should he should. Um, they should let me get in the media section for a game. And my dad actually knows Kevin Casey from, I think he knows his brother from high school. So um, they already kind of had previous connections. So my dad and I just asked Kevin if I could talk to him because I believe he's viewed my show a few times. So uh, some kindness from the union, uh, some union staff members sort of allowed me to talk to Kevin Casey and that was really cool we actually just I actually interviewed him during the Pumas uh, friendly so just in the middle of the game Kevin was just like hey you want to do an interview now that's cool the game was literally going on and he was nice enough to let me <laughs> interview him during during that so I remember I think I'm not 100% sure but I think um, there was like a yellow card or something during that time and he like had to go over to the microphone and they're like, a yellow card caution has been issued to the union's number, blah, blah, blah. I don't know who it was, whatever it was, but I do remember he took the time away from him being at the microphone to inter- to uh, have a quick inter- interview with me, and I think that was really nice of him, and um, Kevin is a really nice guy, so... I w- that's another experience that I will not forget for a long time. Yeah, it's awesome. We definitely appreciated his time when he talked to us. Yeah, you just got this real authentic feeling from him, and you just knew he was he was the real deal. Do you yeah, have any? Definitely. So, I mean, you're a young dude. Uh, do you see stadium announcing or doing any other like sports broadcasting as a future career for you, or is this kind of all just hobby? Uh, a little bit of both. I'm really into it. As of this year, I started taking this class at school. Uh, it's like editing class, and I really enjoy editing. I like being like a video personality. So wherever that may take me, I really want to keep doing this in future, in the future, whether that's, whether that's like actually broadcasting a game or um, or if it's just doing the same thing I'm doing now whether that's for a baseball team, a football team, a soccer team. It really doesn't matter to me because I really like what I'm doing right now, and hopefully I get to pursue that uh, later on in life. But um, I sort of also might want to um, maybe write about the union. So I do want to keep doing what I'm doing now, but also maybe expand it a little bit more. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Cool to get experience with all this stuff. As young as you are, that's good to get exposed to that. Is when, when you can. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people tell me that. <laughs> uh, so last year obviously was 
uh, year unlike any other that the Union have had. And we've we've kind of talked about it on the podcast how the team wasn't the same old team that crumbles at the end of games, crumbles at the end of the year. At what point last year did you know that this was a different Union than years in the past? Um, so last year they didn't. They didn't really have a great start to the season, if you remember. Um, the summer was really what made me believe in this team a lot because August was a big month for the Union. If you guys remember Atlanta, that Atlanta United game where Casper scored that game-winning goal in the dying minutes of uh, in the dying minutes of the game, that was a that was a point for me that I really thought the Union had a chance to go far this year, or this past year, because Casper Shaboko came up clutch many moments, and um, especially if against that Atlanta United opposition, who was one of the best teams in the league at that point. So that game really gave me belief that the Union had potential to go far in the MLS Cup playoffs. Nice, nice. Um. How do you feel about this year? Like, what do you think their ceiling is? How far do you think they can go this year based on what they've done so far in the offseason? Um, so, obviously, Jamiro coming back is is massive for this team. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you look back to the departures, Fafa being gone, Marco being gone, Harris being gone, Austin Trusty being gone, all those guys do have – all had their upsides, but I think letting go of them were all probably the right moves. Fafa, I think Sergio Santos is probably a little bit more skilled than Fafa. Uh, I think he's a little bit more stronger. Um, mm-hmm. Harris, I think it was just a good time to part ways with him just because he's kind of a liability on defense, getting a little bit older. Austin Trusty, I don't know, just kind of was out of the loop. I think Mark yeah. McKenzie. Think, I think they like Mark McKenzie a little bit more. So um, when I first heard some of those guys were being let let go, I was immediately like in panic mode because they were all. If you do think about it, a lot of a lot of those guys did make up for the success in the past two seasons. But I think it was the right time to get rid of some of those guys. And um, obviously Jamiro coming in, Orovetch coming in, El Brujo coming in, all those guys. Um, now. It's not like I watch those guys on TV every weekend like I would with the guy coming out of the Premier League, but uh, Ernst Tanner has shown his potential. I think what we're, we're doing this season um, should result in success because Ernst Tanner has already proven himself in his short time here with the Union. So I think at this point in the season, Jim has said that he's going to add maybe two more players, I think he said, but... I think the Union are feeling pretty good going into the season. And I believe whatever the Union believes right now because they seem to have a good belief that we haven't seen for quite a while. So I do think that the Union feel good going into the season. I think most of the fans feel good as well based off what I've seen on social media and um, talking to other fans. I feel like this year is going to be just as good as last year, if not better. It's going to be sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so, so who do you think is going to be uh, the team's most valuable uh, player going into this next year? Um, going into this upcoming season, 
obviously Aronson getting experience with the men's national team is huge. Mackenzie as well. Uh, I think the back line will be really, really good this year, um, depending on what they're going to do at right back, if they're going to keep Ray, if they're going to even go with three at the back with Mackenzie Elliott and Bob Murray. That would be interesting to see. But uh, I think aside from the back line, I think they're all going to perform good uh, game to game. But I think Jameer Montero. Uh, obviously, he came into the league last year in like mid-March. Having a preseason for him to get acclimated to uh, MLS, getting a preseason with these guys to build chemistry. He obviously saw Jameer performances uh, get a lot better going into the summer. So, as he builds chemistry with these guys, I think the New York bound to have perhaps the MVP caliber season. So, Demiro definitely getting him back on the team was massive. And I think his, the money that they put out for him is well worth it. I think he's going to have a huge Nice. Yeah, I like it. So, do you, do you think there's going to be any uh, like surprise breakout star this year? Um... I do think that Olivier Mbizo will eventually break into the starting lineup. You guys know? Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think uh, Mbizo will break into the starting lineup this year. Okay, yeah, dude, that's, that was my answer, darn it. <laughs> I know he hasn't played too much for the Union in, you know, the past season or so, but... The games that he has played in, I was really impressed by him. And I think getting experience with the Cameroonian national team will, you know, give him a, a little bit more confidence and more experience. And I think he is the right back of the future for the union. I don't think he's going to get um, start to start the season, but we still don't know what formation we're going to go with this year. So I do think eventually Vizo uh, will be that breakout star that you asked about. Yeah, that's, that's actually funny you said that because that was going to be my surprise breakout player for the year. I think by May, I think he'll he'll overtake Ray. I saw some highlights on his Instagram from his time with uh, Cameroon, and, and he looked real good. So yeah. so I'm I'm on the, in the same boat with you. Yeah, I definitely think he has a lot of upside. Uh, if the Union uh, could sign one more player. Uh, where do you think they should sign it? One or two more players? Anything? Striker um, in the back? Where would you like to see them? No, I think the depth that Striker we have this year is quality. But obviously, if Union Hulk was here, he would be uh, pulling for Balotelli, which <laughs> I obviously would love to see. But I don't think any more. Hold on, so are you are you saying you are not Union Hulk? Are you confirming that? I I, I can confirm I'm not Union Hulk. Um, All right, the the hunt continues. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, <laughs> but I do think Stryker is pretty good this season with Katzper, uh Sergio, Michi, uh, Andrew Vooten also could be in contention for a breakout player of the year. So all those guys, I think, will be able to put up good numbers for the Union this season. Um, but midfield also is pretty quality. I think maybe another number six or number eight would be good and that right back position which there's a bit of uncertainty uncertainty too uh 
right back, center back, defensive mid. We could use a little bit of an upgrade there, but I wouldn't expect any like DP targeted allocation money, whatever the heck that stuff is. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't expect any like huge signings there, but maybe like an MLS veteran uh, to maybe come in at one of those spots would probably be what I'd expect out of the union at this point because I don't think they have international international spots left, do they? I think they oh, might that's have a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I think if they do, they may have like one or two left. Yeah, they're, they're pretty think, thin on that area. I think there's been rumors on Jack Elliott getting his green card. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think if they can free up an international spot, maybe we'll see another Ernst Tanner 17th division Uganda <laughs> player come in and perhaps <laughs> perform like Kai Wagner did last year. Dude, we can hope. We can hope. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, going into the uh, 2020 season, I've been trying to come up with some goals for the team. Um, and so I was curious if you had some goals for the team. It could be anything from off-the-field marketing campaigns could be playoff type goals uh u.s open cup um selling out stadium i don't know do you have any goals for the union going into the season um so immediately this this thought popped in my head um have all your signings in by the second leg of preseason because the past couple of years fabian coming in um fabian coming in who else um in years before Montero even Montero came in Montero was late Dodgecall yeah. was late yeah Dodgecall um a lot of those guys arrived after preseason and I think getting that chemistry with the team is crucial to having a successful team so if Jim and Ernst and front office do have another signing plan they got to get that in quickly because even Bedoya, when he came in in 2016, um, I think most people would say he didn't perform to the best of his abilities just because he didn't have that time to get acclimated with the team. So that is one goal, kind of short-term and not as big, but get all your signings in in the next couple weeks because I want um, to have the team with the most chemistry as possible. So that is goal number one although it is not that, that big. Goal number two is probably just to get as much publicity out to the to the um, to Philadelphia about the Philadelphia Union because I think last year towards the end of the summer is when we saw the most the most hype around the Union and I think a lot of people hopped on that bandwagon. The stadium was still sold out, but in years past we've the beginning of the season is always there's always a ton of empty seats. I want the season to be um, sold out opener to sold out last game of the season. I just want Philadelphia to embrace that we actually have a soccer team, and you can't deny that a Union game isn't fun, regardless of what sport you're into. When I was like eight, I absolutely hated soccer for some reason. And I went to a Philadelphia Union game, and I had a ton of fun. So I think anyone can have fun at a Union game. And I want people that are, like, into baseball, into football, into hockey, I want those people to kind of convert to the Union and have a massive fan base 
going into the 2008-2020 season um, from start to finish. I just want to have a big, big fan base this season. And what? why not have a big season of growth this year? Because we've been talking about it, and I think this year is finally the year that we have that big step in Philadelphia of hype around the Philadelphia Union. And the final goal, obviously, this one we all have, get your hands on some silverware. Obviously, we're always getting roasted on Twitter when we're talking with Red Bull fans. You know, there's (laughs) people are saying, oh, you guys can't talk, you don't have a trophy, which is 100% true. Um, Whether that's the U.S. Open Cup, whether that's MLS Cup, whether that's Supporter Shield, even though that's really kind of a stupid trophy, but um, (laughs) I just... This year needs to be the year we get our hands on some silverware. And I I think the one that is most achievable is probably U.S. Open Cup, even though we haven't had success in the final in the past couple of seasons. But I do think that getting our hands on some silverware is really, really big. And I think that kind of ties into my second goal, um, to get a lot more fans. Once you can say hey, our team won a championship that kind of lures into more people um, to the team because, you know, there's always those bandwagon fans that hop on right when a team's doing good. So why not Why not have this big season of growth this year, uh, get your hands on a trophy, have the team perform uh, straight out the get-go in, on February 29th, have that chemistry going with uh, all signings, make sure they're in quickly. Then when the boys come back to Town Energy Stadium, I want them to be greeted with a big, uh, big, big fan base there, sold-out crowd, loud, loud stadium. And hopefully that loud stadium can carry us into uh, winning a trophy at home this season. So I think this season is going to be a big season for the union in terms of growth, and um, I'm really looking forward to it. That's three great goals. Uh, very impressive. Um, I really like your first one. I, I had not thought of that, and I, I think it's a really smart goal. So, yeah, appreciate you thinking about that ahead of time. Um, I've got one more question from you. I didn't send this to you before. Luke doesn't know I'm going to do this. Uh, but the union just came out with a contest today, I believe, about the fearless fan contest or something. So it's like a fear factor fan contest. Um, so I'm going to throw a couple questions at you that Luke's going to ask me later on. Um, but I want to see how you, how, how what you would do for uh, Union fandom, okay? Uh-huh. All right. So the first one is, would you hold a snake for a jersey? Hold a snake for a jersey. Um, I'm going to say yes, but <laughs> it depends what snake it is. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. A cobra, whatever. Uh, but if it's like some tame snake, then of course I'll do it. I'll do whatever I can to get some uh, union merchandise. Uh huh. Um, I know this might be a few years down the road for you, but would you get a? <laughs> oh, this is going. Um, get a tattoo of Fang for season tickets for life. Oh, so tattoo I mean... of Fang. <laughs> Oof. I mean Fang. 
no offense to you, Fang. <laughs> not exactly the most appealing mascot <laughs> in Philadelphia right now. I think I'd make take Gritty or the Fanatic over over Fang. But you know what? Season tickets, free season tickets for a lifetime. That that is pretty. That is pretty. Um, that is pretty big. I think I, depending on the size, I think. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Talk yourself I, I, into a, it. That's a pretty monumentous award right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Would you jump in the Delaware River for a chance to grab dinner with the team? Have dinner? Yeah. Oh, nah, no way. No way. That's like brown. Uh, there's no <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think so. All right, I got one more unless Luke comes up with any. Um, truth be told, he came up with these. I'm just killing him. Uh, would you eat a snake egg to play pickup soccer with the team? A snake egg? Oof. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Uh, <laughs> it depends what form snake egg. If it's like scrambled, perhaps I would. Perhaps I would take 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 up on that offer but I think I'm gonna eat a uh, hard boiled snake egg. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um yo Ryan, thanks thanks <laughs> thanks for playing along. Uh I appreciate you taking the time to uh speak with us tonight. Um can you let the people know how they can find you on uh Twitter and YouTube, tell them about your stuff? Yes, Twitter is at TalkDupe. I believe it's capital T A L K all caps, Duke. And uh, YouTube is Talk Duke with Ryan. I got, I think, let's check it out. I believe I have like 120 subscribers. Uh, I'm going to set a goal for like 200 by June. Because like I said, this is going to be a big growing season. So why not subscribe to Talk Duke if you're uh, joining the bandwagon? So yes, I believe that is yeah, Talk Duke with Ryan on YouTube. Awesome, man. Well, again, thanks so much for uh, hopping on with the Doofy Brothers tonight. It's been fun talking to you. You're a real smart, educated union fan, and that's what we like around here. Yeah, yes, thank you. We, we love watching. Thank you. Yes, keep your eyes peeled for some new content coming on the way. Um, there should be a – I got a green screen for Christmas, so there's going to be some – Oh, nice. Some cool content coming with that. I'm pretty excited for that. And, uh, yes, to confirm, awesome. I have 124 subscribers. YouTube channel is called Talk Duke, Duke is all caps, Talk Duke is Ryan. You can find me on YouTube and Twitter. So, yes, that is my how you can access my content. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, that was our interview with Talk Duke with Ryan. Uh, check out his stuff. He's, he was the original content creator for our union and uh, thanks for listening to our interview.